Hey guys, welcome to the Sama podcast. This is a bonus episode. My name is Chris Mann. I'm the sound engineer and a co-producer of the Sama podcast. First thing I want to tell you is that today is a release date for Brandon's film, Amanda and Jack Go Glamping, and it is available at theaters and on demand. So please go check it out. We really appreciate your support. And the release is actually the reason why I'm here and he's not. Brandon is at the Napa Valley Film Festival for the release And so for this bonus episode, only I am the steward of the head microphonist position. For this episode, we wanted to take you behind the scenes at the Austin Film Festival and Napa Valley Film Festival for Q&As and interviews that the cast and crew have been giving in support of the film. We hope you enjoy it. And again, thanks for your support. Now let's dive in. Best-selling author Jack Spencer finally released a new book today that confirms his place in the one-hit wonder aisle. Have to leave. We're just going on a grown-up vacation. We used to do it all the time. You guys get all about this place, trust me. Who are you? Calm down. Nate must have double booked us. Nate? Hey! Welcome to Green Acres. Y'all like a tour of the land? A relaxing retreat turns into more of a fiasco in the comedy, romantic comedy that we're talking about here. Amanda and Jack go glamping. Glamping sounds terrific, but I know there's more than meets the eye to this story. David Arquette, Amy Acker, and the filmmaker Brandon Dickerson are joining us this morning to talk a little bit about this world premiere here in Texas at the Austin Film Festival last week. This is exciting, guys. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having us. Thanks for having us. Very cool. Well, we're happy to. This this film has Texas ties for sure. Um, tell me a little bit about uh, uh, about coming up with this idea and then seeing it through and then having this terrific cast. Oh, great. So my family and I actually downsized and moved out of town here. We were in Austin and we moved to Elgin and created a space that we called Green Acres Mm -hmm. because we're city folk living on land that didn't know what we were doing. (laughs) And uh, we put up some yurts that became a glamping retreat. And out of that experience, I was writing a new film. We had a miniature donkey and some alpacas, and I wanted to kind of craft story around the space. And so I came up with the idea of a one-hit wonder writer (laughs) and his wife that uh, go on a glamping retreat to save their marriage. Mm -hmm. And uh, the private retreat does turn out to be anything but private as some honeymooning hipsters show up and then uh, a hunk of a landowner. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. Seriously hunky, guys. (laughs) I mean, I was like... He's, okay. he's not a hunk. quite as hunky as you. Well, oh, I was about to say, really. Come on. Yeah. She's really Aiden, talking, yeah. Aiden yeah. Canto yeah. plays. I mean, you literally he's chopping wood in slow motion <laughs> with his shirt off the first time you see him. So well, that, that's yeah. generally a good start. Yeah. Now we have conflict. <laughs> yeah. We need conflict in the relationship, and it quickly uh, goes awry. Awesome. And it's fun. It's a yeah, quirky romantic comedy. These two are amazing. Yeah. Know, so how was this? Was this a good time together? It was. Uh... Yeah, it was so fun. She's easy to love. You know what I mean? And we I get played this. this. I get that. She is, and it was just a fun. I don't know. A beautiful script. It really spoke to me. All these little things throughout it, like my first lines. Hey, Munchkins. And that's what I call my kids. So from oh, that on, it was just amazing. Now, yeah. Amy, was there anything specific that you kind of responded to in the script and the story that kind of stoked your heart in the same way that they were? Well, I, I was really lucky because I had done a movie with Brandon before right. and um, just would 
give anything to work with him again. So when I heard about the movie and I had seen pictures of Green Acres and was a big fan of David's and so it, it just all came together and I, I was like, can we make this movie forever? It should have been a TV show. And it premiered, so it's Texas inspired uh, Texan yeah. at the helm, and it premiered at the Austin Film Festival world premiere, which is really exciting. Yeah. I mean, how was that? It was really exciting. We we hadn't seen it before that, so our first time was seeing it oh, at the festival exciting. with an audience. So, yeah. which was also a little nerve wracking, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they trust Brandon. It's good. amazing. So yeah. it was fun to watch. And a bunch of the crew came because they're all local, and it was really cool to see them all. That's very cool. And, and this really isn't your first go around at the Austin Film it's Festival. Not. You have a you have a nice history there too. It's my third film to premiere at the Austin Film Festival. I love it. It's, it's a writer's festival. Um, and then being here, I just, it's a festival that I attended and loved. And then having the opportunity to debut my first film there was great. And then I had a documentary there a couple of years ago called A Single Frame. And then this is where I wanted to premiere and I'm thrilled. Excellent. Yeah, well, great. if you miss the world premiere here in Austin, you'll have a chance to see it very, very soon. Uh, it will be open in theaters. If um, You know, it's all about escapism and having a good time <laughs> and film and, and movies. It's really what we, what a lot of us are going towards right now, mm -hmm. just to have a good time. If we could leave our viewers with, what can they expect going, going into this movie and how can they feel coming out, what would you say? It's a real journey for this couple. And they really sort of fall in love again eventually. But um, there's music in it. 80s music oh, and sort of yeah. it's a real throwback to those go. 80s kind of like films yeah. excellent how about you what do you think? I mean I think you're all just gonna be in love with this guy <laughs> he, everyone is, is great and Brandon does such a wonderful job it's it's nice to walk out of something in the present climate and feel like you are smiling and happy so it's it's a fun a fun escapism movie. That's exactly right. Well, we we both sing, well. too, in it. Okay, well, then. No, that, that's going to make people not right. talk about burying the lead. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. singing going on. We really are grateful. We know it's busy. We're so glad you stopped by to talk course, to us today about this. Thank um, everybody, you. go see this. Put a smile on your face, and we thank you guys for being here uh, and taking time out of your busy schedules. Can't wait to see it. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks.
two pretty serious movies uh, before this. Um, I was looking to do something a lot more playful, and so I had a donkey, and uh, I started with a donkey and a desire for a cure song, and started crafting story around that, pretty much. <laughs> so it was pretty, pretty personal on the themes of uh, uh, being a writer, director, just the ideas of the insecurities that you go through with that, and I started crafting story about the, the boutique lamping retreat. So I had the set and the donkey first, and then started started writing a story, as most stories do, right? Technically, it was a bell tent. That's right, it is a bell tent. They're not yours. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got one in the back. How did the rest of you decide to involved with the project? Well, Kathleen uh, produced Boyhood, so she knew my sister, and then contacted me. And, and I look just like Brandon. <laughs> when I have a beard especially, it's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, we were looking for a doppelganger. Now we talked on Kathleen through um, David's sister, sent the script. David and I got on the phone, talked about the themes of it, came on. I knew Chris and I wrote, um, there were a few people that I knew. Jack uh, didn't know it's going to be David, which is amazing. I couldn't imagine anyone else playing Jack and David. He embodies it and it becomes his own. Uh, I had hoped that Chris would take the role and I wrote the role for Chris. I had worked with Amy on my first film and I wrote the role for her. And I'd met June Squibb two years prior and I wrote the, the role for them. Unfortunately, all of them took it. So it's dangerous to write specifically for someone, but I was thankful that Chris came on board and uh, Amy, is that how you? Court, yeah, I mean, you you came up to me when, like, I had known Brandon for a while because um, his his kids went to the school I go to um, for a pretty long time and he came up to me, he's like, hey, I have this idea um, for, a, for a project, for a feature film, I'd love to get you involved. I was like, I'm in, let's do it. It was awesome. <laughs> and I told him he'd get a badge for it, so filmmaking, filmmaking badge. Um, Richard Robichaux, who plays Jemay, um, he was originally from Louisiana and, uh, and then Austin. He was in Boyhood, so just borrowed him for the role of Jemay the Pig Slaughterer. <laughs> Let's pause the Napa Q&A so we can head over to the Austin Film Festival Q&A, where Richard talks a little bit more about how he grew up and why he was so well-suited to play the pig slaughter guy. Texas, my last name is Robichaux, my family is from Louisiana, and, but, but I also was the first person in my family to graduate from high school, so <laughs> I am so different <laughs> than my family, but I know like the Gen A Daxes because they are at my house, <laughs> and I live with them, so, um, so, but I never get to play roles like that, I'm always somebody's lawyer. <laughs> my jam. So it was so nice to be able to play what I actually know. Somebody believes I actually know that. So it's awesome. How about for the three of you? I'd be interested to hear you answer this question. How much you are or are not like your character? Um, I think there's definitely a part of me that is like Jamie, but it's typically the part that isn't super well received by others, so I tend to suppress it. Um, so this is the first time where I felt very kind of um, free to be very, like, fluttery, and that was really fun. Um, yeah. I also felt very free to be fluttery. 
Uh, I'm not, I'm, I was in Africa, I was before millennium, so I still had like an AOL, and I just played a Gmail last year, it was a big deal. <laughs> social media person, but I'm not as straightforward as Jordan is, and, you know, I normally, people are normally like, do you surf, dude? Like, is that what you do? I've surfed twice, and the only reason that I was able to get up was because my friends pushed me into the wave, so, uh, not so much. Attacking. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, and Aiden, yeah. Aiden, we actually had a casting director working in LA, and um, I, I mean, I saw one picture of his abs, and I'm like, that's it. <laughs> and then, you know, we kind of talked about it, and I was like, no, 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 it's ab, abs. <laughs> And I saw a picture and I said, yes, please. <laughs> That's true. That's true. And, and I mean, a big, a big, big shout out to Aiden, who's, who can't be here because he's on that TV show. Um, Disney uh, Survivor. Survivor. Yeah, shooting in Toronto. But there is a, a scene, and I was watching it again, and just that scene with that moment where he's trying to talk Amanda, you know, into the massage and rubbing her. And, and the, the, there's the bird call. It's the... And he just says, oh, you hear that? It's mating season. <laughs> and there was a real bird. That was the actual, that was not sound effects later. That was a bird. And Aiden just like, it was like a Dustin Hoffman moment. He just like ran with it. And, you know, it was great. I'm walking here. <laughs> the other prop I want to get is David had that hand sanitizer in his pocket. <laughs> I have a question. How long did it take to shoot the film? 18 days. <laughs> Super easy. <laughs> had so much time. It was, it was like, let's do it again and again. No, we did, uh, yeah, three weeks, six day weeks. Yeah, indie film. Um, well, David, uh, great job. What, uh, what attracted you to the script? How did you how did you get on board? Oh, I don't know. It was just such a sweet script and wonderful characters and story and a lot of the stuff. Like I call my kids Munchkin, and just from that point on, there's like little things that it's like, oh, I never know that feeling. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it just was a really perfect fit and just really easy and. and you know, something I was really excited to be a part of. But I'm super embarrassed right now. I mean, singing in front is not my favorite thing. I mean, no, 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 incredibly horrible. I was like, this truck about to run out. Well, it sounds like you're alive. Your ears are spent one night in the yurt, one night. He was in the cave and he got completely terrified out there. Well, the night before he started filming, I was like, you should stay in the yurt and get a feel for it. He was completely freaked out. <laughs> <laughs> so we knew we had a lot Aiden actually, Aiden liked the yurt. He did, he did. He was at home there. He totally was. He drove up in a Jeep. And I was like, of course you drive a Jeep. Yeah. <laughs> That's in character. Well, I mean, that, that brings me to the question of 
you guys did spend some time in the year. Did you intimately get to know the idea of, of gramping? How did you prepare for getting to know each other and, and the script and the, the film? I stayed in the year. There was some, something got killed outside of it in the middle of the night. <laughs> that whole time. <laughs> right at the beginning of the thing, there's these huge bumps all over my face and mouth because of that. It was very method. It was very method. <laughs> so, yeah, Amy, that's right. Uh, David and Aiden and I all stayed out, and uh, Amy came in for the day, and we, we were chuck scenes, and then we got to hang out before, which was a real treat to get to spend that time and kind of talk about backstory and character yeah. and all those things. So. Well, same to you, Amy, then. How did you find the script? Why, why did you, um, what attracted to you, and how did you find that character within the script? Well, um, I was really lucky because I got to do another movie with Brandon earlier, his first movie, Saronia. Yeah, um, and so basically when, before he finished the sentence that it was for me, I was like, can I be in it? <laughs> I, I just really loved working with him and um, would do anything that he was involved in. And then hearing that David was going to be there and all the great people they had and getting to go to Green Acres and be with his family. And it was just kind of a magical experience. I just felt lucky I got to be a part of it. Hi, I just moved from Louisiana, right outside New Orleans, and I downsized, so I now go glamping every day. I live in a camper. So, <laughs> so I experienced lots of little funny creatures and things like that. But I love the film, and I just wanted to know, what was your favorite scene? Because absolutely, hands down, my favorite scene was the breakfast scene with the hurt feelings. <laughs> What do you guys? What did Chris? I, I I mean I love I loved all of it. It was all great. Um, the scenes that I filmed with Richard, who played Jim A, I think that's his name. Yeah, the, the pig, uh, the pig slaughter. That was that was super fun because he was such a great guy, and it was cool to uh, film in a different location. And uh, I got to drive the car that day, which was really exciting. Um, yeah, that was a super fun day. Well, thanks a lot, Chris. That's really awesome to hear. I enjoyed working with Chris. That was a first-time actor who was learning the process. My favorite scenes were with the donkey. <laughs> it really was amazing to work with. There's nothing like working with the donkey. But also the scenes with Amy. I mean, she was just such a she's such a wonderful actress. It's so real. She reminded me of my wife, and I was like, oh, <laughs> I love her already, you know? Um, so question for all of you guys. What, what was the shoot like? How, how long was it? Were there any um, I guess unexpected challenges in shooting the Green Acres? Yeah, we had a tornado, like, oh, no. was it like a couple of days before? Yeah, a couple of days before we were supposed to start shooting. And uh, literally, you know, I'm not kidding, like it came through, this huge storm, tornado storm came through and just tore the place up. Susan's on the phone with carpenters and we're all out there and our, our investors came out, uh, Chris came out, and we were hauling wood and dead limbs and just trying to clean the place up. It was, it was amazing, but yeah, and it all started in the past. 
yeah, it was almost like we had, like where people do ropes courses or something together, it all worked together. Like we had this storm come through and then everybody just came out and helped, no matter if they were a producer or investing in the film or just everybody, or were acting and everybody was just, you know, we sort of set the tone in that sort of generous spirit that everybody was willing to help. Um, and we just had to roll up our sleeves the whole time and, and have that kind of, uh, we can do it together spirit. And we, as you can tell, we shot most of it at Green Acres, but we had a lot of support from the people of Elgin too. A lot of, all the locations when they go to town are in Elgin, so that was, thank you, Elgin. Yeah, big time, big time. Great. Um, I have some more questions, but I'm wondering if the audience has any questions. First, yeah, back there. Um, so a lot of this you've done out in nature, whether in, in the wild, um, were there any kind of troubles with the wild or anything that kind of is unexpected? I know you said the tornado. Um, Snakes, um, wasps, um, fire ants, uh, wild boars, um, rain, what else? Rain, yeah. There were a lot of uh, scorpions, real scorpions, actually. Actually, the scorpion in the film was actually just caught in the wild. Susan caught it. We did not harm it. The scorpion was not and it was not <laughs> But there was all that nature that's in the film was actually surrounding us the whole time. Yeah. Other questions? Right there. Hey, did you make that nitro on the second time? Movie magic. <laughs> 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 but I, there was something about the, uh, no, I didn't do it in the beehive. No, I never did. But the beehive, you hit. That's not true. The, 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 the beehive hit. He didn't nail it in, but he hit it square on. So there was that, which was impressive. First first try. So. <laughs> Nailed it. Other questions? Right here. Oh, go on. I can't see your hand. Right yes. Uh, my question is to the combat boy scout. <laughs> You actually stole the scenes you worked in. <laughs> Thank you. Is this your first major acting gig? Yeah, this is the first feature film I ever worked on. Yeah. Great job. Thank you. Chris, are you going to keep on going? Do you have any other projects? Are you, are you ready to, to act more? Totally, yeah. I mean, <laughs> this experience was awesome. I mean, it was so much fun. It was kind of terrifying in the beginning, but uh, it, it, you know, everyone was so nice, and it was so cool getting to work with uh, these awesome people, getting to meet everyone. I'll totally do it again. Cool. Other questions? about the grandmother, the welder, you know? I thought she was fabulous. Uh, yeah, June Squid. So I wrote that for her. Uh, as I said, she and I had met, and so uh, I just hoped that she would take the role. So yeah, I wrote it really specifically for her, and yeah, she kind of comes in the third act. And said, yeah, she's fantastic. She kind of love her. You know, she first comes on and gives a little tidbits of wisdom to Jack over there. 
Yeah, Jin was just beautiful. I mean, it's so, she was just so, I don't know, just uh, wonderful. She knew her lines better than I did. <laughs> uh, she was incredibly natural and fun and had this sparkle, like, life in her eyes still. Surprisingly good driver as well, yeah. right? It was pretty good. Does her own stunts. For our grandmother, she cussed a lot. <laughs> she did. She did. The irony was there was one part she had to cuss and she didn't. And then between scenes, she cussed a lot. She did. I want to just thank you all for coming out. It's really a beautiful festival, and we're really honored to be a part of it. Our film opens Friday, right? So, we're really honored to be here, especially during this year. But it was, you know, you guys went through so much. So, thank you all for coming out and supporting. And the film is available in demand on Friday on multiple platforms iTunes, cable, lots and lots of platforms. So, if you like the film, please tell your friends and share the word. Thank you. Thanks again for joining us for this bonus episode of the Sama Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Go check out Amanda and Jacko glamping at a theater or an on-demand device near you. Tune into our regularly scheduled Tuesday show next week for Brandon's interview with Aiden Canto. Mm-hmm.